Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Hoop All Pelicans podcast, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, at Pels is the show on Twitter. Go and give it a follow if you'd like. Um, and while you're there, if you're listening on an Apple device, go and uh, give us a rate and review. Down the bottom... Throw a little five stars on there if you don't mind. And uh, yeah, help us to keep growing because we appreciate all the support. And I can see the people tuning in and um, it's great to to have that. You know, it's nice that people like to listen in and um, yeah, whether you agree with some of the stuff I say or not, well, you know, that's what makes this fan base great. And um, look at me getting a little bit pensive in a on a Tuesday night uh, after watching the Pelicans on delay lose to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, 1-10 on the season. We're going to talk about the game. Uh, that's basically what this is. Big post game. We're going to have a chat about that. We'll preview the upcoming game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And um, yeah, probably be short and sharp today. Uh, always good fun when we can uh, we can just bash it out and, and move on. Because that's pretty much what... Um, the Dallas Mavericks did to the Pelicans. So we'll break all that down coming up. But before we get into all of that, we will thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. You'll get a deposit match 100% of your cash that you put in. You get a well, equal match. <laughs> you put 25 bucks in, you get 25 bucks back. It's that simple. Go and do all your betting over there. There is uh, plenty of sports uh, that you can go and have a flutter on and, uh, yeah, treat yourself. Tell them Hoopball sent you. And, of course, manscaped.com. Use the code Hoopball20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 at checkout. That'll get you 20% off and free shipping. We love a bargain. Christmas is coming. Treat yourself. You've earned it, kings and queens. Tell them Lyle sent you by way of Hoopball. Uh, use that code Hoopball20. And like I said, 20% off and free shipping. Help us to continue to grow. Help the people that help us continue to grow. All right. Enough carry on. We've plugged everyone we need to plug. Let's unpack what the hell happened today. So, as you may have seen on Twitter, I watched it on delay. So, I didn't, that's why this podcast is out a little bit later than, uh, than typically when it's during the week. I dodge the score all day and stay off Twitter and... Uh, Watch it uh, on the condensed version on League Pass. So, all day I have this hope that the Pelicans will break the streak. Alas, today was not the day the Dallas Mavericks lose. Well, they win, actually. They defeat the Pelicans 108-92 to uh, 
on the back of 25 points from Luka Doncic and 17 points from Tim Hardaway Jr. and Jalen Brunson, who was probably the difference on the bench. Uh, he had 17 points and four rebounds and six assists. He was huge. Honestly, I think every time that the Pelicans made a run, Brunson got involved and really just took control. He was he was very impressive, and I think um, yeah, it was probably the difference maker. Luca was good, but not his dominant self. So where did it go wrong? If we go over and have a look at the team stats, uh, the Pelicans shot forty two percent on the night to fifty percent from Dallas Mavericks. Well, there's your first issue. Uh, twenty six percent from three, nine of thirty four to their fourteen of thirty five, forty percent. Simply looking at the percentages, it already tells a story. They made shots. They made shots from three. They made shots from two. They made them at the ring. Wherever you wanted it, they were getting it. Uh, while we did defend pretty well for times, it stretches. You know, the, the starting lineup, I can't really fault. They were pretty good. Besides Nikhil, and we'll get to him. The, the starting lineup was pretty good. The bench was just atrocious. Honestly, I mean, I know I'm jumping around, but there was 10 points, 10 bench points for us the whole or the whole game, and they were all from Jackson Hayes, and he played 14 minutes. You can't have it. That just can't be can't be possible to uh, to have no contribution when the starters sit down. The starters themselves absolutely chopped. They all were in double figures besides Devontae Graham, who had eight points, but he had 10 assists. What more do you want? Following on the team stats, assists were 27 apiece. Free throws, both pretty low uh, free throw nights. We only had 11 attempts to their 13. And they were they were atrocious. They were only 61%. So they, were getting, they weren't really getting to the line, and they also weren't making only eight free throws to our nine. You know, it makes it so tricky when you do everything right. We had 13 turnovers on the night. They had 12. Points off turnovers. We got 19 to their 15. So we won that as well. These issues that have been cropping up the whole season weren't there. We took care of the ball. We got back in transition. The live ball turnovers were down. Those uh, turnover stats are inflated as well because we turned the ball over twice in the last couple of minutes where, or in the last minute when really the game was over. So I'm not going to count those because they, well, I mean, it was you're already down by 12, so didn't make much difference. You you win those battles, and we still can't pull it out. And it is purely that the offense was just stagnant at times, and that's disappointing because at other times you could have set it to music. It was honestly free flowing. The ball was moving left to right. Drive and kick, drive and kick, pass left, pass right, ball fakes, drive, test the defense, find that crease, and, and you're at the basket. You've laid it in. It's that simple. Or you get a, a couple of set plays. Devontae Graham comes off a little kill screen and bang, three-pointer. Beautiful. Wouldn't read about it. But um, alas, uh, at, at different times, you get different different looks and, and the ball doesn't go in and and it was just really a tale of the starters and the bench you know we, we've been calling it a tale of two halves pretty much for um, the Pelicans this season but this was the tale of two 
lineups, I guess. You know, the starters and, and the and the uh, and the bench. And the bench was bad. It really gave us nothing. And um, you know, I don't really like to have a crack at people, but Sadoransky came on. He played 18 minutes. And I can understand why they're putting him on. He's a six-seven guard. He's got national experience. You know, he's been around for a while. Had four field goal attempts, and he hit none of them. He also only had two assists. Now, if you want to come on and be the lead guard, score the freaking basketball. There were so many times that he had the ball, and he's from... Uh, he's a meter meter away. He's, I don't know what, five foot, six foot away from the basket. Lay it in. You're six foot seven. Just reach up and put it in there. And instead, he turns around, looks back to the three-point line. And then all of a sudden, we're taking contested threes with one second left on the shot clock. If you're not going to look to score, go and sit down next to Willie and fold towels or something. Score the basketball because we need you to do that. If you get to a good position, attack the Basket, please. And that goes for Najee, the same thing. And and I'm a big fan of Najee. Trey Murphy, look to score. Be a threat. Because what happened was there was a lineup and, and it was four bench guys and Jonas Valanciunas. And so all they did was just sag off everyone else and double-team Jonas. Every time he touched the ball, they just went all over him. He couldn't get, get anywhere near it. So they knew what he was going to do. He was going to score the ball. No one else was a threat. And that is the difference between teams that close out games and have consistent offense and teams that don't. You have consistent scoring threats and multiple scoring threats throughout the game. And we just did not have that. We really didn't. We struggled at times. And it was frustrating to watch because some of it was just fantastic. Garrett Temple... Best game that he's played for um, for the Pelicans. He had 12 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 5 of 9 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3. He did everything right. He guarded Luca and chopped him the whole night and got a couple of fouls against him which were absolutely clean strips that they gave uh, the all-star fouls to, to Luca. They gave him those calls. And honestly, Temple played his heart out props to him and the box score while it does show a few steals and stuff like that you know he was he was huge and every time he made a bucket that third quarter he kept the offense going that was all we had was was Garrett Temple and we've been critical of him and this is not me now going oh he's the best we've been critical of him and in the beginning he was finding his feet and I think because we were so scorned by some veterans in the previous regime not uh, really uh, performing to the expectation that we had, but still getting minutes, that we were a bit sceptical. That's the effort that I want, that I want for my vets. So hats off to you, Garrett Temple. Josh Hart, fantastic game. One of his best games I've seen him play. 22 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 8 of 13 shooting. Only missed one free throw, 5 of 6 one of and uh, 50% from the three-point line, one of two. The bloke did it all. But every time, you know what the big thing he did? Every time he got the ball, he pushed it. He pushed it up the court and beat the defenses back, and then he attacked them. And he got them in foul trouble flat out because he attacked the basket. Well, we have 11 free-throw attempts the whole night, and six of them come from Josh Hart. 
You know, because he attacked the paint. Because they had no answer for a bloke that wanted to actually attack the basket. Settling for jump shots just doesn't work. And it was obvious. Josh Hart tore them an absolute new one. He was fantastic. And I absolute credit to him as well. He did well. Jonas Valanciunas, great game. 22 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Longest streak in the NBA with double-doubles. He's had 9 straight. He's a gun. There's no two ways about it. He absolutely t- he, he dominated. And they had no answer for him whatsoever. I mean, they put Boban at the end on him. And even then, he was still out-rebounding him. You know, and, and Boban's like, what, seven foot eight or something? He's massive. You know, JV, you're going to get what you're going to get from him. You know what you're going to get. But he needs help. He can't just keep having a battle out there on an island by himself. Devontae Graham was more, uh, he knew his shot probably wasn't falling as well as it should have been. He only had two of eight shooting and they were a couple of threes. So he looked to pass. He created, he had 10 assists. He was, he was great at setting guys up. And good guards and good players know when their shot isn't falling and when to create for others and how to put their teammates in good positions to score. And, and Devontae Graham, he did that. The only disappointing, uh, I suppose, rung of the, um, of the starters was was Alexander Walker, was Nikhil. He had 18 points, uh, one rebound, four assists, and one steal. Eight of 20 shooting. He had the most shots of anyone. Two of 11 from three. And he hit his two three-pointers, and they were quite big. But then his third one after that was a transition step back. You know, he was he was zero of six at one point in the start of the game, and so to try to get himself going, he did a double step back three. You know where he scored? Around the basket. He's so good at getting to the basket and scoring in, in around bigger defenders. But he bails them out with long step back threes, fadeaways, hook shots. I don't know, one-legged 360 toss over the head shots. Attack the basket, Nikhil. They're not going to be able to stop you. They they did not get anywhere near stopping anyone at the ring this year. Oh, tonight. And this year. They haven't been able to stop Nikhil scoring there. Get in there. Because you're a lot better than 8 of 20. You know, 2 of 11 from 3. Don't bail them out. If the shot's there, then take it. But you don't need to force it. You're going to get yours. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, Jackson Hayes had probably his best game for a long time as well. He had 14 minutes. He had 10 points, 3 rebounds, and he was active. He was. Uh, he got hit with a few silly fouls, and he got caught camping in the lane uh, on the defensive end once, but, you know, they only caught it once. He was in there a little bit. But, you know, he, he attacked. He was aggressive. He dunking on people. He was getting slapped and grabbed and coat hanging, and he got elbowed in the head by Brunson and got a foul against him for it. You know, that's what we need to see. Be active. Attack. Attack the paint. That's what Zion's going to do when he comes back. That's what we need everyone to do. Attack the paint. Because if you miss, JV's going to clean it up. Don't know, that's my two cents anyway. Dallas, like I said, they had their their guys, Tim Hardaway Jr., Doncic, and uh, 
And Brunson with their main scorers. Porzingis was average. And Josh Hart actually guarded Porzingis. A 7'3 to 6'4. You know, nearly a foot difference. And Porzingis was crap. He had 4 of 13 shooting on the night. And a couple of bailout ones at the end. But Josh Hart had him in absolute nightmare situation. He was pushing him. Um, Porzingis couldn't get himself set. He was too tall. And, and Josh's center of gravity just locked in and, and held Porzingis there. He had nothing. He really didn't. He was cooked. And um, yeah, he could have put a fork in Porzingis because he was done. He was absolutely cooked. And uh, yeah, Josh Hart had him. Had him locked up. Another part of Josh Hart's game that is... Very much appreciated is that defense. Now, my key takeaways of this game. Number one, they didn't quit. The Pels did not quit. Now, we, I know we got into uh, into the Warriors and, uh, into the Warriors game. And, you know, they, they, they've been calling it letting go of the rope in the second half. And that's what happened. They, they gave up. They got blown out by a whole heap of barrage of threes. And we dropped our heads. This game... We come back. We kept coming back, and they kept trying to score. And we, we at one point, we dragged it back to within eight, uh, with two minutes to go. Miss a late shot, and then it was sort of like, yeah, all right, let's pull the pin. Let's get out of here and get home. The defense, though, in this whole road trip, besides the Warriors game, has been pretty good. I think we've really had a crack. The offense has suffered. We haven't had the scoring punch. And people, you know, there's a quotation that, you know, you're missing... Um, 51 points a game from B.I. and Zion. And that's true. It's absolutely true. And, and when that comes back, will we get that scoring back? We hope so. And will we win more games? Well, you, you want to hope so. Because the team's built to win. And it's built to win with these two guys. And it makes it difficult when you take your two key guys out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Another key takeaway is Willie Green said after the Warriors game, he's asking guys to do more than what they're used to. And that's fair enough. You know, you're asking guys that maybe they're playing roles that they're not used to or they're not prepared to do or they're not equipped to do. And our margin of error of winning these games is so slim for the Pelicans when you've got these injuries. You know, you've got Zion and and B.I. out, your two main all-stars, well, your two all-stars, your two main players. You've also got Herb Jones out, who's been a revolutionary defender, who's been really, really handy, and it'll be good to have him back. But I don't think it's too big of an ask to have these guys step up. And I think for the most part, these guys, a lot of the guys have. 
I've been really impressed with some of the, the performances at different times throughout this road trip and this losing streak that different guys have, have contributed. We just need them all to do it on the same day. And you need to not turn the ball over. And you need to secure the, the defensive rebounds. It's tough. It's tough. And, you know, in the uh, I was watching the Pelican stream. Antonio Daniels talked about uh, when your offense uh, stagnates, this is what they talk about having uh, the, that all-star, that, that star power in this league. It's a star-driven league. And when your offense fails, you need to be able to give the ball to someone to go and get a bucket. That's what Zion does. That's what Brandon Ingram does. When they take over, you saw Luca do it in the second quarter where uh, they were really struggling for offense towards the end of, of that second quarter, Dallas was. And um, Luca took over. He hit a couple of big buckets, and all of a sudden they're up by seven or something going into the half. It... Um, this league is, is driven by stars, and without yours, your team is is not as good. It's just a fact of the matter, and unfortunately, that's resulted in us going 1-10. and 10. And we're in a hole. We're in a deep hole now, and it's going to be tough to get out of. But you've got to, I guess we've just got to keep the faith. We've got, to, we've got to front up to the next game. That's all we can do. All right. So, before we wrap up, we've been going for a little while now. Next game, the road trip's over. We get to go back to the Smoothie King Centre. We take on the Oklahoma City Thunder on Wednesday night. I understand Daylight Savings is now kicked in. So, I think it's 7pm on Wednesday night. It'll be 9am Thursday for me. So, you'll get this a little bit late as per. Uh, This is almost the biggest test that we've had. They're three and six on the season. We're obviously one and ten. They've had a couple of big wins against the Lakers. They've got a couple of young guys. They've got SGA, we know, who's good. Josh Giddy, who I raved about on every podcast that would listen. Um, they reached and got him. The he's been absolutely balling out, and I've been very proud as a fellow countryman uh, for him uh, that uh, he's doing so well. But they don't have a star. They've got, they've got SGA. It's it's winning time now, and. Uh, we win by committee. If we don't have B.I. back or we don't have Herb back, uh, we still won't have Zion, but it's winning time. You need to come out. You need to really show your fans that you can beat these teams. Win on your home court. If you win every game on your home court, we can't because we already lost one, um, then uh, you know you, you've won half the games. And could that get you into the play-in? I think so. Win at home. That's what we've got to say. But anyway, I'm going to leave it with that. We'll, uh, we'll touch base after the Oklahoma City game. As always, I'm lost with Bank. This is the Hoopable Pelicans podcast. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.